This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Live from the Toad Hop Network Studios in Hollywood. This, this is the ToadHopNetwork.com. It's a groovy way of relaxing. Radio worth watching. Radio worth watching. Oh, but guys, this mic is, is this really as loud as it is? It's, it's just, it, maybe it's just my headphones, but it is super, super loud. Oh, there we go, there we go, there we go. The levels are nice, right, Kenny? Yeah, guys, Kenny uh, is back in the studio here. Why don't you wave, Kenny? Um, and you're listening to Geekscape. There's movies, video games, and comic books. Uh, my guest, Orlando Jones, just called me and said he's still trying to get off the Fox lot through traffic to the studio. And he's going to be calling in for an extended conversation. But he wanted to be here in the seat, so uh, we're just going to lock him in for another episode. And uh, he'll end up doing two. So um, it's, it's weird, but... Um, you know what? He's doing what he can, and uh, I guess he's been on set since 8 a.m., so I'll use that excuse. The guy's a busy guy. He's got this show, um, Sleepy Hollow, coming up. Um, that looks awesome, and then uh, he's got this Machinima Prime show, Tainted Love, which looks pretty awesome. Yeah, it looks awesome. I've watched a couple episodes. I think it's great. Um, Kenny. Yes. Awesome having you back in the studio. What, yeah, it's Where the nice. heck have you been? Um, well, I don't know if many people know, but I require, since I'm a cripple, um, mm-hmm. I require rides to get down here, and my my father, what a great man he is, usually gives me rides. And um, the van that we do have kind of broke down for a while, so the van that's used to transport you, yeah, the van that we used to transport me broke down. So now listen, been around. I hinted at it in a, a, a couple weeks ago on the show. Okay, and here's the thing about Toad Hop. Like I love being on Toad Hop. I love doing the show here. I love the call-ins. I love the live streaming. I love uh, the video, and I love all that stuff. But um, the sense of community. It's what? amazing, right? I mean, what is going on? Like, I I literally hinted, like, a couple weeks ago that we were going to try and do, like, a fundraiser or something to do, like, a van. Like, I don't know who was trying to organize it, da da da, da but For you got me? Yeah. Really? Nobody talks to you? No. 
The, so the second you don't come in the studio, nobody talks to you. Yeah, no, no. I, I, Kenny, I, I, I don't know if this was supposed to be a surprise or something. A surprise? I don't care if it was a surprise or not a surprise. I want you to know. Well, now the, you ruined it for well, me. Fine, but the intent was there, and it, and it can still be there. And we should definitely do some kind of fundraiser to get you. And, and, and here's the thing: mm -hmm. uh, you know how Kickstarter has like stretch goals. Yeah, we should do something like that. But the stretch goal isn't a van; it's robotic legs. Oh, that'd be that'd like be so cybernetic great. legs or um, like that that Honda the Osimo thing that, that the little robot that walks around. They yeah, just get me one of those. Strap me in one of those. On the, like like a small stretch goal, you end up being like that dude who killed his girlfriend in Austria with like the springy which legs. One? Yeah, which one? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, uh, or um, or you could be um, you know like uh, like what were those X Men villains that you know that were like cybernetic and he, the dude had like the treads. You know, uh, the Reavers? Uh, like, they were part of, like, the Reavers, the X-Men villain, the Reavers. Uh, they were, like, this band of, like, half-cybernetic, like, bad guys, and they hated the X-Men. Uh, they, they fought them, like, after Fall of the Mutants and stuff. And when they, when they were in uh, Australia, when everybody thought that the X-Men had died in Dallas, this is, like, early 90s, late 80s, like, X-Men comics. Um, they, they fought the Reavers, and all I could think was, like, dude, that guy has, like, guns for hands, and that, that <laughs> dude has, like, treads for legs. I mean, we could do that. I would be so much better in, like, a post-apocalyptic world if I had that. Treads. You could crush people. Can you crush people in that? Um, midgets and small dogs. Okay. Well, we got... I mean, which works well for me now. Depends on the type of apocalypse. Exactly. Depends on what's coming at you. If there's a midget zombie apocalypse, I would be so great. <laughs> Yeah. If you watch Imagine it. if there's a zombie apocalypse there are only midgets. Watch your ankles. <laughs> no, that's good. That's good. All right. Well, you writers out there who are listening to Geekscape, who are sci-fi people, just start writing. Just take that concept and run with it. Know that Kenny Craig is your leading man. <laughs> um, yeah, and, and here's the thing. You know the geek stuff. And, like, Johnny, you talk geek stuff with him, and he's like, Shh, I'm just doing levels. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like It's a credit to Johnny and uh, the work that he does. For having a life. Thank but you, he's Johnny. so zoned in. He's, yeah, he's so absolutely zoned in, and uh, um, you know I think that's cool and everything. But uh, hey, we got to talk geek stuff here, um, real quick before Orlando calls in. Um, I want to tell you guys uh, Star Trek. Did you see the new Star Trek? I haven't seen it. I'm I'm gonna go see it this weekend though. I think the new Star Trek's awesome. Yeah, it's got, yeah. I, I mean, I can't be the person who like is like oh, I don't know about Iron Man three because of the plot. Uh, Star Did Trek. you say that about Iron Man three? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I, I, just, yeah. I just saw that last weekend. I'm sorry. I, no uh, way. I thought that was the best one. <laughs> you know what? Uh, we're not doing any kind of fundraiser. <laughs> uh, listen. We, uh, whoa. Hey. Uh, you careful. Careful there. Um, no. Uh, Star Trek like does have like some weird plot stuff. Okay. But it's awesome. I had so much fun watching Star Trek. Star Trek was incredible. Um, if you haven't seen it and you love the first one, go for it. If you're like a hardcore Trekkie and you're like, these new Star Wars you know, style Star Treks are not my thing, then you're just going to hate it more. Well, see, the thing, what I like about the star, the new Star Treks is you can you not like Star Trek at all and right. love these movies. Yes. Or, I mean, at least the first one. I haven't seen yes. the second one yet. But you can not like Star Trek and you can be put off like, ah, I don't want to see it because it's Star Trek. Go see it and you'll fucking love it. Mm -hmm. That's what I really liked about it. It's a fun adventure movie, and uh, this movie is really strong. I think it, it's a lot of fun. It was really awesome. Um, yes, it has lens flares. Yes, it's J.J. Abrams. Yes, it's got a, you know... Uh, but it's awesome. It's so much fun, to, and it's just a, a ride from the very first moment on. So, uh, super two thumbs up, triple A's on uh, Star Trek. I love that stuff. Um, so, Kenny, you're a gamer. Yeah. The Xbox One. Uh, yeah, I saw. We the press gotta conference. talk about the Xbox yeah, One. I saw the press conference. Uh, you watched the press conference. We gotta talk about this thing. If Orlando calls in the middle of the phone call, uh, or the conversation, we'll come back to it. But um, 
it seems like with this new Xbox One and everybody uh, with all the bells and whistles, mm-hmm. people are still disappointed. Yeah, I I I, I, I like watched uh, the press conference on YouTube or like yes. after after the yeah. fact, and it was like the the like the plums up and thumbs down was like fifty fifty on it. And like when I saw it, I was like when I saw it, I didn't think it was like I was like okay, they're they're making steps for it to be the all in one package for your house, like whatever that'd be great. Yes. But I didn't think there would be such an uproar to it as many as as many people did think. Yeah, I, I think that aggregating all your devices into one is something that's completely inevitable with an yeah. entertainment system. And, I, and Xbox has been very obvious from the beginning that what they want to do is create an entertainment center and not a gaming machine. Uh, but they're obviously alienating their hardcore f- gaming fans. Yeah. They were built with gaming fans. And in putting in this presentation and showing only f- you know EA Sports, yeah. Call of Duty, Ghosts, uh, you know, ghosts. Well, I thought the duty stands for dog now. But, like, you know, it, it starts to alienate the fans who built this thing on gaming. At the same time, I was impressed by a lot of it, especially the motion capture. Uh, we're going to get a phone call, and let's see what they think on the airline. Hey, this is Geekscape. You're on the air. Wait one second. Oh, call Kenny. Kenny. Sorry, sorry, Kenny, sorry, Kenny sorry. what are you doing? All right, go ahead. Hey, this is Geekscape. You're on the air. Hi, this is Shane O'Hare. Shane O'Hare, uh, a writer extraordinaire. Uh, that happens to rhyme. Buddy, what do you think of this Xbox One? Uh, I, I just wanted to say that I am completely turned off by it. Listen and I am not going to get it after this, this press conference. Listen to this troll. I'm so just, I'm, I'm not. I'm, Here's the thing with Shane O'Hare. He plays everything on PC anyway. Me too. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but, but I have a 360, and this is going to be the first time I'm going to get a PS4 over uh, the other console. I usually get Nintendo, but I'm going to get a PS4, okay. mainly because they're, they're, they're trying to focus everything on the always-on, and they're trying to change the, the focus of the console to television, sports, 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 television, and television. And that's right. not what I want in a console. It's like the frat box. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like It's nothing but like yeah. sports and like Call of Duty, bra. It's tight. You know, and they they reveal yeah. a bunch of Halo, but it's a TV show. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's Steven Spielberg. And and yeah. the the worst the worst thing is that it's you have to have a mandatory connect plugged in. And well, it well, comes with the, the connect. The system, yes, but I don't want to. I don't want to freaking connect. I mean, well, I, well, I, that I, seems, I can't that turn seems the like the good... on without it plugged. You in. can't turn it on. You what do you think about Kenny in. over here, yeah. who doesn't have complete control of his body? <laughs> I can't even reach the power <laughs> button, asshole. Yeah, connect for Kenny is like all of a sudden we're playing on the same level field until the sports games turn on and he can't. And it's like, well, how does it map his body? Um, so the soccer game, you're gonna have to sit out. I'll be the, great at World of yeah. Tanks on it. World though. of Tanks, you're gonna, <laughs> you're gonna be killing it. Um, Shane, uh, I mean, this whole—it's always on. It'll be watching you. The Connect will be watching you because it's always on. Like, who cares? Uh, tell me right now. You, know, you go, go and put on your webcam not, right now, it's not, and it's just gonna be you masturbating and reading comic books. Like, who cares? It's—it's it's not the uh, the fact about it's always on. It's just that the Connect itself—it is it, it, something that that the majority of gamers don't want. Um, the, at least on like the people I, I talk to and the people that I, I deal with, and myself personally. You mean like you mean tinfoil wearing uh, you know conspiracy theorists up in live freaking Wasilla, Alaska? That's what you're talking about. Oh, the people I, the people I, I who think, think the government's going to come get our weapons. Webcam, so. Yeah, you're talking about the Russians who are going to like come in canoes across the freaking channel and kill all you guys. Like I don't want them watching us, dude. The conspiracy, like really, like Microsoft wants to watch me. They're going to be bored out of their minds. <laughs> All right, they can well, watch me. I'll put on a show for Microsoft. I'll step my game up. 
there's, there's, there's one thing that I just, I just saw yesterday, actually. This guy posted a video. Um, you can, in your system settings on the current Connect, you can mute the mic and the detection and everything. Fine. But uh, that doesn't necessarily push to apps. And when he was watching TV on Hulu Plus, the character in the show would say something, and the Connect would pick it up, and it would stop the television oh, show. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't see how you watch a police show and it goes stop, and then all of a sudden stop. You know what I mean? Like the police, the officer like yells stop, and all of a sudden the connect picks it up and thinks of your voice. Yeah, no. It, 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 yeah, I mean you're gonna have to figure that one out. Uh, Shane, I'm gonna clear up the phone line again, okay, buddy? Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> yeah, yep, 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 yep. I like Shane. He's got this. Uh, I think we just posted an Aquabats uh, conversation. The Aquabats have a new season one DVD coming out soon, and the entire conversation with the Aquabats that Shane just did is up on the site right now at geekscape.net. Hey, this is Geekscape. You're on the air. This is Geekscape. You're on the air. I can hear you. Uh, this is Geekscape. You're on the air. Hey, it's Orlando. How are you guys doing? <laughs> hey, hey, Orlando. How are you? Dude, sorry about being stuck I'm, on the lot, man. Just trying to get to you uh, would sum up the insanity of my life right now. No, Orlando, it's all right, buddy. Uh, take uh, take a breather. Don't no you know no rush. If you're on your way to us, just chill out and uh, and we'll have you on the studio on, on another date. You know, I would I would love to, man. I would love to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, listen. Um, I got to tell you. Um, I've been watching Tainted Love, which is the new Machinima Prime show that you're a part of. You created this show, and mm-hmm. the Machinima Prime stuff. I'm, I'm you know I watch this stuff and I'm like, okay, well, is it geared towards gamers? Is it geared towards geeks? I kind of fall in between. And um, what, what led me to it was this interview that you did for the for the Geekscape site that's up on the uh, site. And I was like, all right, well, I might as well check it out if Orlando wants to come on the show. And, you know, it starts out in this, this crime thing. And I'm like, well, listen, this doesn't seem like it's for geeks, but it's genre and I'm into it. And then all of a sudden the graphics and the editing start. And if you guys are listening right now and you guys are comic book readers, this is this is the best show that you guys are going to find online. Because it rolls out like a graphic novel. And the things that you guys do in this show are visually insane. Oh, dude, uh, I'm, I'm, uh, first of all, I'm a black dude. But if I could turn red, I might be red right now. That's all I'm saying. Well, I mean, I, I, I mean um, the, the show just it just pops off from the, from the get-go. You know, what, you created the show. I'm what, really, really glad you dig it, dude. I mean... For me, it's really, it's been hard, you know, because when people talk about it, they say, oh, you know, so you did your new webisode, it's webisodes. I'm like, no, dude, it's a graphic novel. It's, right. That's really, to me, what it is. I'm like, I'm a comic book nerd. I don't know what to tell you. I've been one for a very long time. So to me, to, to, to do that, you know, that what we're doing and then try and draw it on paper it just doesn't make sense i mean like you like you know i'm the sergeant in the field on halo 2 so you know before being a gamer was really cool (laughs) i was doing that already and you know comic books and graphic novels and stuff is something i've been doing since you know really as a kid so you know for me i watch machinima and and have been a part of it since before machinima was even cool so You know, I feel like I'm really like you, a member of the audience more than anything. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, well, with the core Machinima like channel, and I've been working with those guys. I hosted a show on there uh, about a year ago. Um, I love working with the Machinima guys, and 
but the actual machinima is all about gaming, and I and I love actual machinima. When machinima prime, things are starting to get a little Hollywood, and unless it's Halo, I'm like, okay, well, where do I fit into this? And so I right. see the machinima, I see this tainted love, and what you're saying is right. It almost feels like it's a graphic novel first and foremost, but why keep things on the flat page? When you've got this visual, who's this director? He's the guy who also edited, um, you know, uh, like the like the, one of the Step Up movies. He's visually insane, and you can tell the guy came out of editing because he's putting the camera wherever the hell he wants to put it, and it's going and everything's going insane. And then he's like freeze framing it. The the shot will turn from live action into a graphic novel, but it's it's still like like a motion comic, and it's moving across the frame. And sometimes like when Orlando gets like. You know, something bad happens. It'll freeze on his face, his expression, and then there'll be like this word balloon or like a thought balloon or like an expression. It'll be like, shit. You know, it's you know, you, you can you can. I didn't finish the words. So you can curse a little bit. Uh, like you'll have the expression play out like a like a huge loud comic book. It's awesome. I'm serious. Like I, I'm well, not the fun the fun of it, and I guess the difficulty of it was kind of exactly what you're saying. Avi Uabi and the director is like amazing. I mean, this, this is sort of like a labor of love. Like mm-hmm. this wasn't, a, you know, this wasn't a project that we, you know, sold to somebody. This was literally me and Avi, you know, met. I had this idea to do this sort of graphic novel, comic book, and I, I wanted to do this, you know, action comedy. To me, it was like, you know, looking at the world of games. You know, I feel like you're in a Tony Scott, Ridley Scott movie, and, yes. and I just sort of, you know, having been in the world, I really wanted to try and create this thing, and I, I really felt like technology is at the point where it makes it possible. So, Avi and I met up with another guy named Ted Andre, and Ted Andre is a visual effects guy. I've been at Digital Domain and worked on like, you know, just about every, you know, visual effects type movie as a compositor. Mm-hmm. And then we met Noam Drami, our other producer, and sort of <laughs> the four nerds got together and we're like, how do we, how do we make this thing come to life? And, you know, how do we, you know, draw these panels with, you know, in this type of thing, all the panels are drawn by hand. And the first thing you learn, particularly if you're, you know, not really paying attention, you know, you look at a comic book, and the comic book cover art is always more sophisticated because it's cover art yeah. than the interior art that's often being used to tell the story. Yes, and the interior the art is just being thrown out like an assembly line. When you start making it come to life, it has to all be cover art. There mm-hmm. can be no less detailed art. And so finding the artist that could draw us all of those panels was job one, and then you have to make it come to life. Did you ever think about just doing it as a graphic novel and putting out the, like, you know, Radical or one of these multimedia companies that do graphic novels first and then with the idea that they're going to, you know, put it to the screen. Like they did, um, what was the one with Tom Cruise that recently came out, Oblivion? Like that started as a graphic novel idea. You know, yeah. did you ever think about just yeah. turning it as a graphic novel and then being like, oh, but then it'll go to TV or it'll go to the big screen or was web or live action always the, the goal? I, I did. I mean, I think we all did. But for us, it was kind of a different labor. Like I didn't want this to feel like it was some, yeah, I don't know. Hollywood bullshit, to be mm-hmm. honest with you. I really wanted it to feel like it was it was coming from guys who were really, you know, fans because that's really what we were. And, and you know, who was going to give us money to do this? Like, you know, people were looking at us like we were crazy when we were talking about this idea. And, really? And frankly, people didn't believe that it could be done. Oh, yeah, man. People were like, they couldn't wrap their head around when you said graphic novel, action comedy, what that looked like and what it meant. So the only way to really get it done was to just do it and we were super fortunate because after we did it, you know, Machinima saw it and was like, we love this. And they 
completely embraced us. So we've had a great relationship with them, you know, a lot like yours. But, you know, it wasn't like I went in the machine and pitched them an idea and then we made it, you know, under their tutelage. You know, that's that's not exactly the way it went down. But I'm really happy, you know, to have them as a partner because, you know, they're awesome. And I get, you know, I found people like you through that, you know, that <laughs> portal. So yeah. it's really been kind of cool. We're on the web. <laughs> We're on the web. And, uh, I mean, really, like, that's that's what the culture is. I think that those people who talk to you and say, wait, it's a it's a web video, it's a, it's a, you know, I think those people are really the dinosaurs of Hollywood. The people who can't wrap their head around shorter on-demand content or personalized content on tablet devices or phones, you know, I think everybody's just, maybe for their own job security, or holding on to these you know, either it's cinema or TV, they're holding on to these things like they're the sinking of the Titanic, you know, and yeah. I think they're, I think they're going to end up sinking like the Titanic. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting to me, like, because what's exciting about, you know, the digital and web world is the fact that you can, you can experiment, you can try different things. And, and, you know, there is something cool about, you know, if you just try and be genuine for, for once, I mean, on a certain, you know, degree, like I've spent, an entire career being an actor in movies that don't particularly represent my sensibility. So, mm -hmm. you know, in a lot of levels, where else would I be able to do this? Like where else would I be able to go, yo, I'm going to try and do a graphic novel and release it for free in the digital space and embrace what, you know, what the audience has to say, but not for commerce, just for saying, Hey, here I am, here's my idea, but I want to hand this idea over to you and just sort of try and take the storytelling elements and, and kind of, you know, democratize them in some way. And that was, that was kind of the idea. Like, how do we have people tell their own Barry Jezebel story? Because to me, Tainted Love is really about the fact that everybody loves something that they're not supposed to. And so, so what's the plot? You're, you're like a, like a badass criminal. And what happens to your character? So I'm a criminal, but I'm not exactly badass. You know, I work with this guy named Fred Lucas. And uh, I'm a low man on the totem pole, okay. so nobody has any respect for me. Um, you know, I just, you know, I'm the delivery boy. I carry money from one place to another, and that's that. And they give me my fee. I never know how much money I'm carrying. I'm really nobody to be taken seriously in the crime world. And I meet this girl, and she's hot and sexy, but she's a ball buster, crazy chick. And she's a thief, and she's also probably has the worst luck known to man. Um, and I get her pregnant and all of a sudden we got a kid and she is saying, we got to make money. And I'm saying, I'm going to work my way up the totem pole. And she's saying, fuck that bitch. I'm going to get this money right now. And you're coming with me. And, um, the pussy whip soul that I am, I joined her on that escapade <laughs> and, uh, it sort of comes to life from there. So for me, that's what starts the story of painted love. She is kind of badass. Did you ever read preacher that Garth Ennis book preacher? Absolutely. I mean, remember, remember, remember Tulip and Preacher? Like, yep, exactly. like, if you audience members want to see like a badass woman, and you're thinking like Tulip from Preacher, like that's really what you have in this series. And there is some sex, unlike I mean, I guess Preacher had some of it in there with the you know Glenn Fibre artwork, but like you yeah, know yeah, the Steve exactly. Dillon artwork, a little but, bit, but they didn't really go there. I mean, you guys I mean, do it, and it looks like Jezebel. a comic book. I wanted like her mama named her Jezebel. That's what her mama thought of her. Yeah, <laughs> her mama <laughs> thought she was a slut before she had her. <laughs> when she got, <laughs> she's predestined to be a skank. 
No, it, you know it, what I'm saying? Like, it's really amazing. awesome. I mean, that's kind of where the character came from. Like, who's the chick where her mother names her that and she doesn't care? <laughs> it was funny. The, the show is as maniacally crazy as you are. Like, I've been, I started following you on Twitter. You know, you retweeted the the episode today, and thank you for that. And like, and I was like, let me see what he's what he's what he's got. And some of the stuff that you tweet is fucking hilarious. Like you, you're, you know, because here's the thing: like a lot of comedians will get on, uh, or actors will get on 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 Twitter, and they'll be like, "Oh well, this is my public face. I'm just gonna like do, you know what I mean? I'm I'm not, I'm gonna be serious yeah. here. I'm, I don't want to piss off my agency. I don't want to piss off these, you know what I mean? You got on there, what, guys? Get on Twitter right now if you're listening to this and follow um, Orlando. He's the Orlando Jones. In scroll down to like uh, maybe an hour and a half, two hours ago. You put, you were in like some <laughs> store that DVD cover that 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 you know what I'm talking about the little DVD corner and you said what the fuck kind of children's movie is this <laughs> and all it said yeah, was what did it say all it said was Hello Kitty eats her and then it was cut off and it says V <laughs> it says, are you watching that Kitty I'm looking at it right now DVD video Hello Kitty eats her V nine ninety nine nine ninety nine Hello Kitty eats her V and then you took that you took that Nicki Minaj photo where she looked like the fucking bold cut haircut she looked like damn Prince Valiant and you put you put her side by side with Prince Adam from E Man <laughs> you're using it right I mean that. That's the fun of it, right? I mean, isn't that what we're supposed to be doing? I mean, come on, man. I think you were social media before social media happened. You know oh, what I mean? Dude, like, I just think could you have done like, Tainted Love? Could you have done it ten years laugh. ago? Could you have done ten, Tainted Love ten years ago? No, 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 no. People would have thought you were crazy, and maybe people did think you were crazy. You guys created this thing by yourself, and then found the right you know distributor now so but people, think, people thought we were crazy up until three weeks ago i mean <laughs> everybody was like he's doing some graphic novel web series stupid thing like we, we don't really get it i mean like people were like there's shitting all over our lives. you're either the, you're either the avengers or you're not you're like oh. yeah like they were they were like oh, we don't get it like it's you know you're gonna release it on the cinema like how are you gonna make money like i was like who cares i mean Really, dude? I was like, it's not even about that. That's not what it's for. It's like you guys run down to Comic Con and talk about how you you're in geek nerd culture and whatnot, but you just down there because you think you're trying to make a dollar. Like you don't really care about it. You don't oh, even know what any of this is. Like, isn't that the worst? When I, Mad TV was first on the air, dude, that was like twelve, fifteen years ago. Orlando, <laughs> are, are, are no, you doing? Nobody was there then. Like nobody. Are, are you doing San Diego this year? Oh, definitely. <laughs> Listen, we—I mean, Geekscape every year has a booth on the floor, and uh, and we'd love to have you buy like the booth to promote. I am the there. Sh- yeah, uh, I mean, well, Sleepy Hollow will be there. Yes, uh, Black Dynamite is going to be down there. Yes, I was down there with them last year, and then Tainted Love will be there. So, I'm yeah, first of all, I feel like such a jackass for not making it in studio. We just got to reschedule that. So we you have sit, you have a job. A you have a job, Orlando. And. Orlando, you have a job. Like a done deal, dude. I'm there. Well, I mean, so let's just figure it out. We you have know, a booth. I'm, that would be awesome. Every year we have this booth. And then here's the thing that you know, I was getting back to, like, the whole the mindset of Hollywood coming in and just, like, wanting to make money off of San Diego is uh, I'm on this listserv with a bunch of Hollywood, you know, a couple Hollywood people. And uh, and um, we're throwing two concerts at Comic-Con. Uh, we just announced it this week, but we're doing uh, that Friday of Comic Con. We're doing like geek rock bands headlined by Nerf Herder, the guys who did the theme song for uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so, so, so yeah. Nerf Herder is doing the the, set, the Friday night uh, concert. Saturday night we've got Mega Ran and like all these um, like nerdcore hip hop performers, and then in between each act, yeah, yeah. 
we've teamed up with this uh, company, Devil's Playground, and we're going to have like geek burlesque between each act. So if you come to our concerts what? at Comic Con, you're going to see a rock band, then a dancer, then a rock band, then a dancer, and then the next night a performer, then a dancer, then a hip hop performer, then a dancer. And so I invited some guys from my listserv, and they were like, oh, I'm sorry, we're going to go to the Maxim party, and we're going to go to this party. Correct me, <laughs> co- correct me if I'm wrong, but those guys are going to go home with their nerd boners, or they're going to pay for sex, and we're going to actually have fun. And I've never been to a party at San Diego that has ever been better than just having dinner with some like-minded geeks and talking the geek yeah, stuff. Th- th- that's really the fun of it. You're totally, you're actually right. I mean, here's what I will say. There are people, you know, like when I think of Kurtz and Orshi, like those guys are comic book nerds. They always have Huge. been. You know, I mean, they they truly love the digital space. They're embracing it. I mean, you know, all of Hollywood isn't created equal, but, you know, it's kind of got a mix of both. So I know people, you know, who are completely no different than you and me, who people, you know, might be surprised by that. And, you know, I know other people that, you know, you know, are exactly the people that we're talking about. So, you know, it, you're right, though. I mean, the community of it is really the fun of it. Like, you know, like I had a blast down there last year, and, you know, I missed it for a couple of years here and there. But part of the fun of it is walking the floor and the discovery of something that you might not have otherwise found mm-hmm. if you weren't just roaming around in some, you know, WonderCon, Comic-Con world. I mean, to me, that's the most exciting part of it. Like, the fact that when you really think about it, Spielberg and Tom Hanks and that crew were strolling around in, in Comic-Con and found Road to Perdition. Right. I mean, that's kind of awesome to me. Mm-hmm. And I think it, it sort of represents, like, those guys who were always those nerds who are actually still in there doing that. Like, oh, that's yeah. to me what's fun about it and cool about it. And then the rest of it's kind of bullshit, I tell you. I'm hurt. I mean, Kurtzman and Orsi, you know they're geeks. Like, anybody who watches, yeah. like, the Star Trek movies know that those guys are rolling deep because they are referencing stuff. Like, did you see the new uh, Star Trek Into Darkness? All day, yeah, I mean well, that I'm, fucking I'm movie is awesome. Those guys, I mean those guys are right. awesome. Let's just let's just start right there. I mean, just as guys, like you can literally sit down at a dinner and go deep <laughs> and, into this world. It turns into a Geekscape episode. That's the one thing my wife doesn't like when I have, like, have like my friends for dinner. Like the the if I have too many geeks over at the house, or if we have a barbecue or something, and we, like people come over, she's like, it just turns into a fucking Geekscape episode. <laughs> like it's like the living room turns into a giant Geekscape episode <laughs> for like four hours. You, all you guys are talking about is Iron Man three or this or that, and and then I, then I get my wife to read all the Preacher series, and I've got her reading Animal Man right now, and I've got her reading you know Saga with Brian K. Vaughn, and you know I'm like don't don't hate. Don't hate, because exactly. you know well, you said yes when a, you, so when a man pro- right there, the litmus test was I proposed with the Green Lantern ring and she said yes. <laughs> my wife, my wife is part Aww. of the she's part of the Green Lantern Corps. <laughs> but 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 Orlando, I, I did hedge my bets. I, I did it on I, I did it on, I did hedge my bets. I did it on Catalina. So if she said no, she'd have had to swim. But like like you know if you're, if you're gonna propose so, with the Green Lantern so ring, just, do it on an island. Just out of total respect for what you just said, one of my buddies literally got married. On February 29th, so you could only have to deal with this anniversary <laughs> every four years. <laughs> We're uh, my wife and I are, are, are moving into a house, and the set in like we, we recently, I mean, like three years ago, we moved from Culver City and we moved into where we were at now. And uh, and here's the thing about moving: like she she sees the entire comic collection in one place when we move because once we're in a place, there's no room that's big enough oh, for yeah, all of yeah. it. 
Some of it's got to go garage. The newer stuff has to go in the office. Some of it has to go in the closet. Like, I have to strategically, I would fill a room, so I have to strategically put my comic book collection kind of around the house. And only when it's being moved do you see the enormity of it. And it looks like it looks like the end of Raiders of the Lost Ark. Like, it looks like all that shit, like, in a room together. <laughs> and my wife just looks at it. And that's really the only time we have that conversation. The only time we really have that conversation of, like, hey, are you going to sell some of this? Are you going to, like, donate some of this? It's like when she sees right. it all. So let me just say that what you just described is exactly the world of where tainted love comes from. Yeah. My girl looking at me going, seriously? Like, can't we get rid of this stuff? And me looking at her going, are you out of your mind right yeah. now? Yeah. Like, if I was in here talking about getting rid of, like, I don't know, the Manolo Bellani Christian Louboutin shoe connection, you would be looking at me like I was on crack. So yeah. I just understand that that's what this is to me. So just back it up, chick. Yeah, it's like, it's like okay, I'll purge if you purge. I think what ends up yeah, happening exactly. is they end up purging you. Like, yeah. that's, that's, like, that's the ultimate. Right. Like, that's the problem. You know, you don't want to get them on the, yeah, on the not, purge. I'm, I don't need that kind of purging right now. I'm good. I'm good. Right, right. Um, so tell me about the Sleepy Hollow, because the thing is, like, like I was I, I heard about the Sleepy Hollow thing, you know, when you hear about that it's being announced and stuff like that, and it's an, this upcoming show, and and I'm like, oh, Sleepy Hollow, is it going to be, like, like a period thing? Because, like, if I want period stuff, like, or fantasy, I'll, I'll do, like, Game of Thrones or something else. Like, I don't know if I have, like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, you try and you try and have a nice, balanced DVR. You know, like you have a nice balance of you right. And I saw the preview for this thing, and it's really cool. It's a really cool take on Sleepy Hollow. You know, the Sleepy Hollow curse happened back in the day, like around the revolution, and the whole Ichabod Crane stuff happened. But because of the curse not having ended, correct me if I'm wrong, like Ichabod Crane or, or that kind of guy, like, wakes up. Years later, the Headless Horseman has, has come back, and he's in our time. And you play a modern-day detective who's like, what the fuck? Really? <laughs> We're dealing with this? Yeah. I mean, yeah, that, I mean you're, you're dead on. I mean, it's, it sort of gets a little bigger than that. I don't want to give the whole thing away, but, you know, when I think Kirsten Norsi and Philip Osikoff, who is also one of the writers and, uh, of the, of the, and, create, you know, and part of the rebranding, is that it's it's kind of crazy. I mean, it's... Ichabod Crane and the Headless Horseman, you see the battle on the Revolutionary War. Like you see the, the, the battle where, you know, he becomes headless mm-hmm. um, and their blood commingles and, you know, these guys are now in present day and let's just say the Headless Horseman is not exactly happy and I play, you know, a detective who doesn't live in the little town of Sleepy Hollow who gets told that there's a guy riding around on a horse with no head on, chopping people's head off with a blade that's heated above 500 degrees and is cauterizing them okay. <laughs> as he kills them. And I'm like, okay, I don't know who's smoking crack up in this bitch, but um, <laughs> why don't we try and find out what's really going on? <laughs> did, do they give you a line and, like that? I mean, <laughs> do, they, do they write racially like that where they're like, oh, let's have the brother say that? <laughs> Let's say I'm say up um, in this no, bitch. I have to give them credit. It is. I, it's actually in no way a comedy. Uh, it, uh-huh. it is completely a drama, and I, I'm you know I'm sort of I'm in no way playing a comedic character. But what's cool about it is you actually don't know if that's what I think or mm-hmm. if I'm actually on the other side. Wait, what? Oh shit! We gotta wait till fall. Now we gotta wait till fall. Is that what you're gonna do to us? We gotta wait till fall to find out. Uh, well, hold on. I, I won't do it that bad. So look <laughs> at it this way: in the world of Sleepy Hollow, the headless horseman is coming back because he is part of the apocalypse. He's part of the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Wow, that's cool. And he is in search of his head, which has come back and is with actually Ichabod Crane. So 
it's a little bit more in storyscape like a national treasure in that you're actually exploring through American history in terms of going back to sort of the Masons and the founding fathers, because in truth, Ichabod Crane was a part of that world. He was a turncoat who fought for the Americans in the Revolutionary War as opposed to fighting for the British because he was a Mason and the Masons were all about freedom. And so it's, it's really an, an interesting retelling of that story, but also of the story of the foundations of this country. So it's almost like if, uh, what was the Martin Scorsese movie, uh, uh, Daniel Day-Lewis? Well, they're, they're, oh, yeah, like Gangs of New York. Of them. Gangs of New York. You know the movie I'm talking about? Is it Gangs of New York? Like, Gangs of New York, thank yeah. you. It's sort of like, you was, know, yeah. Sleepy Hollow has always been dark, you know, in the same way that Gangs of New York was sort of dark and gritty. This is sort of more like, uh, you know, it was directed by the Underworld director, uh, Lynn Weissman, who's like... He did your pilot, did Lynn Weissman? Call, like, he did the pilot, and, you know, but he considers himself a part of the story. Like, Lynn Weissman, stupid dope director just in general, but, like, serious comic book gamer nerd. Like, just totally direct. He's in. So these guys are they're not really doing a television show and walking away from it. They're sort of staying as a part of the show and doing multiple episodes a year. So mm-hmm. we sort of, you know, we're not losing our sort of core geek trust that created the series. And these showrunners in season one are literally going to be Kurtzman and Orsi. Like, they're running the show. So I'm so excited about it on so many different levels because to have guys at that level literally show up and go, I want to make a blockbuster on television every week. I'm going to see if Fox will let us literally do a full-blown blockbuster and just go for it. Right. And that's what Sleepy Hollow really is. So, honestly, I'm kind of like everybody else. I can't believe I'm going to get to play in the world of Sleepy Hollow like I'm losing my shit. And, you know, to be with this level of both directors and talent, I mean, this is just stupid fun. And these these guys, you know, they get it, they understand it, and I think, you know, I think you're going to dig it. I know a lot of people are like, Sleepy Hollow, you know. Well, I was at first. Two episodes. Yeah. They're not going to get it, but, you know, everybody really gets it. Well, I was at first, and then I saw that teaser that we posted. I mean, like, we did a, a, like, one of my writers, Paul Presley, did, like, a whole episode, like, to the 10 shows in fall you want to see. And uh, and I was like, all right, let's see this Sleepy Hollow thing because Orlando's coming on. And I watched it, I was like, this actually looks kind of cool, you know what I mean? And uh, it's, I mean, when when I'm not watching Arrow, what am I going to watch? You know, as a geek, when, <laughs> when I'm not, it, <laughs> can, real, by the well, way. We, are you watching Arrow? Grey's Anatomy. Just well, let me. Well, well, do, do you know Arrow? Like the other geek show, the Green Arrow show that they got on WB. Yeah. Like like there's a detective yeah, on that show, and I, when I saw you were playing the detective, and then the detective on Arrow, there's a detective on Arrow. I think there's room for like a competition there because the detective on arrow i don't know who that guy is you know he's fine he's a good actor but um on every scene he he looks like he smelled something really bad right before he walked into the room you know what i mean i know exactly what you know like 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 remember elrond from lord of the rings and the dude who was like in matrix like like he like Elrond's lip must smell like shit because in every Lord of the Rings movie, Elrond looks like he's just smelling <laughs> rank that, like, elf lips. The whole time. Like, how bad does, does does that elf village like smell? It's like, we're in Rivendell. Yeah, it, and there's like sewers running through Rivendell because Elrond is smelling shit. You know, it's like it's like look at these glorious waterfalls running through Rivendell. It's just it's just elf piss. They're just urinating yeah. off the. They I live know. right like, next to the I river. I expect that from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles because they're coming out of the swamp. They're in the, the sewer. sewer, and nobody has a stink face on that. I don't get it. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, but I mean, Rivendell looks like it's got Aquafina rolling through it. But all I, you know, all I can imagine is that is that they're peeing into the damn river. 
Because Elrond is walking around like he's smelling something rank. It's he's, kind of, you know what it should be? Like, they should do, like, a Febreze tie-in if they want to get all, like, corporate. <laughs> <laughs> so he's just spraying it in there. The Febreze bottle is all shattered, like the sword that that statue's holding up. And they're like, we got to put the Febreze bottle back together. Oh, God, you have to walk over 19 that. mountains <laughs> with a bunch of midget. Like, you have to walk around 19 mountains and get the Febreze cap, screw it on, and spray it. Like, oh. El- we've lost, El- like, Elrond's fainting. I mean, I like that okay, act. You I, I love that act. Out of your mind, just let me say, I'm not the only one. I'm just calling. No, I'm just Orlando. Right. If we were in the studio, like this place would be burning down. <laughs> this is how we do Geekscape. This is, I mean, this is the show. This is what we do. Like okay, we, so, we roll so, so deep. So seriously, let's figure out when I can come sit in studio yes. next week. Just. Yes. So let's just make a date. I'm coming in next week, so we can next next week. Well, hey, careful! I might have guests next week. Like I, I mean, we're a popular spot. We got. We might have. uh, In two weeks, if you can't accommodate me, that's what you just let me know. Oh shit! We're gonna have to tweet it around. We're gonna have to tweet around because I, like, uh, you know, we might have, uh, you know, a couple different people, but we're gonna work this out, Orlando. You know what? These guys over here at the studio, Toad Hop, have been telling me, like, maybe we'll make your show longer. Maybe we'll do this. Like, listen, man. Like, I don't have enough time to accommodate the A-list. Like, Orlando's going to have I – mean, listen, Orlando, let's, let's face it. All right, let's face it. No, I think you can accommodate the A-list. We're just flat. No, listen. No, listen. We got to get we gotta get Orlando in here because the thing is, like, Orlando, you ever think back, like, like my buddy John Schnepp used to work on your show back in 2003, the Orlando Jones show. Oh, yeah, show. of course. That's my man. Yeah. So, so John called me, and he goes, hey, man, talk to Orlando and tell him, that, like, we used to work on the show together. And, uh, and I love John. I, he's awesome. We're always looking for things to do together. And, um, and and I'm like, okay, well, 2003, like, you had so much stuff going on. And I still consider you, like, no matter what Hollywood thinks, like, oh, we're going to give him, like, Sleepy Hollow, but he's going to play the detective, not the lead. Or we're going to give him, like, make him, make him go on the Internet to have a show. Like, dude, the talent, you are, you are the fucking talented in A-list, right? And I don't care what People Magazine says because I'm a legit geek and we don't buy any of that crap. You know what I mean? Like, I don't care who's on the cover Dude, of People magazine. A list are the legit I don't people. I really don't care either. I'm sort of just like, you know, you know how it is. Any any true nerd geek kid knows one thing. You've been being made fun of your entire life. Yes. What some troll hater bitch has my mother got to say really <laughs> doesn't mm-hmm. have too much effect on you. It's not like it's new. I mean, do you look back at like all those all those like movies like the uh, Time Machine and when you were in Evolution, and, like you know these marquee you know films, and you were like, you know what, I'm just blessed to to still be working and doing all this stuff because yes, they, those were marquee films and they were out like summer this and that, but like the work you're doing here with Tainted Love, I think, and no offense to like those are awesome filmmakers and this and that, but I'd rather see Tainted Love. Does that make sense? You, you hear what I'm saying? I totally get it. Like, you I had mean, the fire behind you totally then. Different. Like, to me, it's, it's for, you know, you know, guys like us. I mean, right. I mean it's, it's for that. And, and to me, when I say guys like us, I mean Shaquille O'Neal, who has Superman tattooed on his yes. arm because he's a nerd. Yes. Um, and he would have you know, blocked LeBron. He would have put LeBron dude, on his ass last night. He tweeted it, you know what I mean? Or, like, Dwayne yeah. Wade, who calls himself the Flash. So, to me... You know, the community of, you know, people like us and Deanna Russo, who's, you know, and your wife, who is big and nerds as we are, because they're reading what we're reading, and, you know, they complain about us, and we complain about them, but, you know, that, to me, again, that's tainted love. So, you know, when I look at, you know, I've, I've been super blessed in my career. I wouldn't take a moment of it back. I got to work with incredible writers and directors, and I'm still getting to do that, but this is a different level of excitement for me when I think about, 
you know, what's happening now in my life with Sleepy Hollow and with Tainted Love and stuff like that, just because in many ways it has a lot more to do with who I am and what the kind of stuff that I'm into mm -hmm. as opposed to I love, you know, Billy doing drumline completely. And But, you know, that wasn't the kind of movie that people were excited about. I was excited about it because, you know, I had a bunch of friends that were band geeks. Right. So, you know, I knew that world really <laughs> Dude, well. Dude, this guy. So, you know. How many, did you have friends I, I in high really school? For me, did you have any if, friends if in high school? If you guys are feeling it, then I'm happy. I mean, yeah, I, it just seems like in 2013, with all the different ways that you can watch media, you can actually be yourself and find things as a geek or as whatever niche that you're in. You can find stuff that speaks to you, and you don't have to be a part of someone else's packaged idea. You can be your idea. And you that is what's exciting about this is the most exciting time in terms of entertainment. People are uploading more web content than ever and in various places and trying different things. And isn't that what it's all about? Like getting yes. together with a couple of your friends and just trying something stupid that makes you laugh and then hopefully sharing that with some other people. I mean, for me, that's if, if that's not really why you're creating content, then I don't know. I think you kind of lost the spirit of it. That's that's why I'm here. Yes. So, guys, um, if you want to hear Orlando's voice, and it's an insane, like weird, but awesome voice, you got to watch this tainted love. And then on, in fall, you got to you got to see if uh, he actually cracks a couple of jokes in Sleepy Hollow. I know you got to play it like serious for all the guys, and it's got to be all moody. But you know, like what you know, the the actual demons in the show they're swimming around in Orlando's head. Like he's just waiting to to, to do it. You know. <laughs> Trust me when I tell you, when the opportunity presents itself to do some truly ignorant shit. I will do that. Guys, follow Orlando, the Orlando Jones on Twitter. Uh, you'll I've never laughed so hard when I read the, I saw this DVD label in this Nicki Minaj picture. Like the dude is just kill, he's killing it on Twitter. Here's my favorite one today. So I tweeted out this morning before I went on Playboy Television. I may have more porn stars following me than Charlie Sheen, which is true because I hosted the X Fit Awards. Uh -huh. That's funny. Dude, we just. And I'm at Playboy Television, and they're like, seriously, you got more porn stars following you than Charlie Sheen? <laughs> we had a whole bet about it this morning off camera. It was crazy. Well, Kenny. That's the kind of fun stuff. Can, I, can I say who was in the studio before I, I showed up? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I came to the studio, and Lexington Steel was in here. Like like the Get big like here. Lexington Steel Lexington Steel is in here and we just started talking about the new Xbox One and we started talking about how he played Nick Fury in the Avengers and how he just started talking video games to me and I asked him I was like you know can I you know if if he has a show here if like if, you know maybe he comes to the Toad Hop and he has a show here I was like can I come on your show and then I can say I came on Lexington, Lexington Steel and he's like he's just dead serious he goes. No man, I don't think my image wants that. And I was like, man, your 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 image is insecure sexuality. That's what your image is. Come on, man. No, no, no. Come on, man. You can't yeah, say no, that. He's on, not comfortable that. with that. So he was not comfortable with that. But you know what? We should get Lexington Steel on here to talk geek. But you know what? We're gonna have to give the uh, first slot to Orlando. Yeah. So ne next I'm almost I'm almost tempted to come on as Lexington Lexington Steel for a while <laughs> just so I can talk in the third person and say what Lexington Steel will and won't do. Lexington Steel don't uh, don't talk at the same time. And do that. Well, <laughs> you should come on when Lexington Steel is on and do that and just do that impersonation. <laughs> the dude was big. I like the guy. He looked like Daryl Dawkins. Oh, he he did. Dude, I walked in here. I was like, what the fuck is Chocolate Thunder doing in here? <laughs> I was like, what is he gonna do? Shatter he a backboard? Like Dude, he looks like Daryl Dawkins. <laughs>
That's awesome. He looks like Daryl Dawkins, Orlando. We are getting so off geek now. Now we're talking 70s like basketball. Um, I know, right? The 76ers, no doubt. Yes. Like, really, you went back for that one. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Um, listen, Orlando, we're going to get people to follow you on Twitter. We're going to get people to watch this Tainted Love. Um, we're going to get you in the studio. Uh, we just got to email back and forth and figure out how to do it, man. All right. Yeah, we'll we just figure, figure it out. out. We'll trade information, and I'll see you in the studio. And I can't wait to uh, hang at Comic Con. It's gonna dude, be fun, dude. Comic Con that booth. We are gonna have some awesome guests. We're gonna have some huge announcements. Um, I'm writing a comic book, and the comic book is being worked on right now. And I can't even announce what it wow. is because it is a known property. Whoa. It's a known property, and they would kill me. <laughs> so uh, I'm excited about it. And you geekscapists need to stay tuned for it because. Uh, you know, we're gonna we're gonna have it at the site at, at the uh, at Geeks at uh, San Diego. It's gonna be awesome. You I know? can't wait to check that out. Man, that's gonna be that's cool. Congratulations. Thank you, sir. Thank you, um, Orlando. To check out Orlando's graphic novel in video form, you got to go to uh, Machinima Prime and just do a Google search for Tainted Love. Just go to TaintedLoveMovie.com. That's it. That easy. That's it. And we're, we're gonna keep TaintedLoveMovie.com. We'll keep pimping it, and we'll of course keep uh, putting the word out for Sleepy Hollow coming this fall, Orlando. Thanks, buddy. We'll trade some emails. Definitely, man, and I'll talk to you soon. All right. Thank you. We're going to take a spot break real quick here on Geekscape, and we'll be right back. Uh, we missed a couple phone calls. My friend Leah Savoli is going to be calling up, talking about a brand-new Kickstarter that is in its closing moments, and we can help out. We'll be right back on Geekscape. Thank you. Listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. Just to find the thing you wanted isn't even there at all. Amazon.com is the answer. Shop at home and style and ease. Find exactly what you want. Ordering your stuff's a breeze. Books on tape. Games galore. Everything you're looking for. Kindle. Cameras, electronics. Baby Einstein. Hooked on phonics. Blu-ray. Movies. And TV. Download. Music. MP3. Pixar. Disney. Microphone. Pet supplies and doggy bones. World of Warcraft. Nancy Drew. Sims. The Scruff. System 2. Click Amazon. You'll smile. Hey, Toad Hop listeners. Sports. Guru and the butt knocker from the Sportscast Wednesdays, four to six Pacific Standard Time. You gotta check us out, man. We do sports like nobody else. Cover NHL, NBA, NCAA, NFL. We cover all sports. We got you got not the fuck out. Bonehead of the week. Check us out on Todop Network, four to six on Wednesdays. And if you miss it, go back and watch it live. Todopnetwork.com or download the audio from iTunes. While you're there, leave a comment and rate the show. Hey guys, we need it. We're the nickel and dime show of the network. With GameFly, choose from over six thousand titles. Play as long as you want and send them back when you're done. Eight ninety five to start, no late fees. Gamefly.com. Games delivered. What's up, Toadheads? Hey, make sure you check out the Toad Hop store on ToadHopNetwork.com. It's a great way to support the network and helps continue to bring you quality programming. Quality programming, my ass. Can you see I'm recording you? Oh. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network. Radio worth watching. Hey, what's up? How how awesome was Orlando Jones? Like that dude, <laughs> that guy was pretty real. Like that, that guy was real. 
uh, rolling deep on the geek. When he started talking Bandcamp, I was like, whoa, man. Me too. I was like, like you're oh falling God, off the other end of the geek talk. Like, you are falling off the other end of the geek talk. Like, you were going to the geek for <laughs> the people at Geekscape. But, um, dude, we got to get him in here. That was hilarious. Um, we'll talk a little bit more Xbox One, and I've got to have uh, Leah Savoli calling in here soon. Let me take one quick phone call before she tries calling in. Uh, this is Geekscape. You're on the air. Uh, uh, hello, Mr. London. How are you? <laughs> hey, who's this? What's going on, my friend? Great show so far. I've enjoyed it. I, I don't know who this is. I don't know who this is. Who, who, who's this? It, it's your favorite millionaire matchmaker. Hey, what's up, Joey? Not much, dude. Just uh, catching the show before I head out uh, uh, for a game night with some friends tonight. And, what are you guys uh, playing? I'm, called, uh, I'm, I'm keeping to be a big fan, man. I'm enjoying the show. Second week in a row. Dude, how legit was Orlando? He was funny as hell. Amazing, amazing. He was amazing. Uh, have you have you watched? Have you watched his series? No, I haven't. It, it, it's it's definitely worth watching. Uh, TainedLoveMovie.com. It's definitely worth watching, especially if you love like. The, I mean, I'm saying it, but I think you guys have to watch it to really get what I'm saying about the live action going right, like blending right into like motion graphic novel, motion cap like comic stuff. Um, Joe, I'm gonna hop you off. Uh, what games are you guys playing tonight? I'm not sure. It's just a big board game now. Probably some stuff from overseas in England. Okay. That is nerdy right there. I love that. Uh, Joey, have a good night. Be safe. You too. Right. Talk to you later. Bye, buddy. Um, yeah, that's nerdy. Going over, like, game night. Like, like where like where do you find the time for game night? Like, I want to play game night so bad. But, like, when are you going to find the night? When are you going to do it? Yeah. I mean, my wife is always like, hey, when are we going to watch? Uh, when are we going to play these games? Because we have games at the house. But I'm like, uh, that stuff takes like four hours. If you ever play game, if you ever do game night, invite me. I'm I'm a kick ass I'm kick ass at Pictionary. I swear. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> uh, or charades, Kenny. We're gonna get you your robotic legs. Like we're gonna do this fundraiser, and we're gonna get you the robotic legs, and you're gonna you're gonna soar. Well, you're gonna run. Well, they're gonna run. Yeah. We sorry. might get you bionic wings. Yeah. We'll just turn you into we'll turn you into the Falcon. Bionic rocket legs. We'll turn you into we'll turn you into Sam. You'll be the Falcon. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Uh, yeah, my buddy Leah Savoli was supposed to be calling, and she and she was calling during that phone call. But like, we were just rolling with Orlando, and uh, yeah. you know, and Leah's got this uh, this this really cool project called Blood Kiss that we uh, promoted on the site, I think, last week. And like, uh, on top of that, she's got another Kickstarter program. Like, I know Blood Kiss runs a little bit. Like, it's got like two, three weeks. We might have some guests next week from Blood Kiss. Uh, and it's this project that has like Neil Gaiman acting in it. It's like a movie that Neil well, Gaiman would act in. Tom Mandrake is like a a, a comic book artist, longtime comic book artist, has done stuff for DC, etc. Um, he's doing like the artwork for it, and um, I, I think she's like buzzing me on the phone. But I'm over here on the like this doesn't work, Leah. If you're trying to hit me on the phone, there you are, there you are. I think this is her up on the phone line. Okay. Um, hey, this is Geekscape. Leah, is this you? It's me, Donovan. Uh, Leah, I'm so sorry, but we were, <laughs> if you're watching the show, like, I wouldn't shut up. I, I could have thrown Orlando on the bus and been like, that guy wouldn't show up, but, like, I, I wouldn't shut up. Um, we were just, we were really <laughs> geeking out. I'm so sorry. I know that we're picking up on you uh, about 13 minutes late uh, than when I told you to call in, but um, you're calling in to talk about the ki this Kickstarter that's in its final, like, day or two. And it yeah. needs some of the Geekscape's help. And it's not Blood Kiss. Like, I, I love Blood Kiss, and we were talking about Blood Kiss, and we've promoted it on the site. This is a different project. Oh, 
Yeah, yeah. I'm involved in so many projects right now, Jonathan, and, and Team Blood Kiss is going to come in studio next week, and we're really grateful for that. Did you hear how I blocked and, uh, for you guys? Like, Orlando Jones was like, I want to come in the studio next week, and I said, I can't. You can't. <laughs> no you can't. Way. Yeah, well, he got stuck on the, he got stuck on the Fox, Fox lot. He got stuck on the Fox lot, so he just called in literally for 40 minutes. And oh, no. He, well, he oh, wanted, it, well, it's so fine. There was no studio guest today. And, oh, which is man. why you're not in the studio, because I was going to have you in the studio, but Orlando was going to come in. The, it just turned into a I mess. Would've, I, I would have driven down. You should have told me. I know, but, but I, I literally <laughs> found out. He called me 10 minutes before the show started. Like, it's all good. Oh, man. And, like, wow. But I'm so talking you to you now. Studio, talking to yourself. Yeah, so we're talking, I'm talking to Kenny Yeah, night, uh, night Visitor. We have um, Tell me about Night Visitor. left at this point. Okay, Night Visitor has how many again? I, I stepped on you. How many days? We have six days. So you have less than a week left for Night Visitor. And what is Night Visitor? Like, who's involved in this thing? Okay, so the Night Visitor is a project. Um, it's starring Mark Gant, um, who, you know, Geekscape community knows Mark Gant. Mark Gant is a huge force uh, in Los Angeles, especially in the indie community and web community. And so Mark is executive producer as well as an actor in this project. And this is the guy from Bannon Way. Do you ever watch Bannon Way on, on Crackle, Kenny? No, I haven't. Okay, Sony Crackle, like, yeah. like there's their web stuff, but they also yeah. put it on, like, DVD overseas and stuff like that. Like, they did this series, The Bannon Way. It's, like, all badass. It's, like, TV-quality stuff. Right, right, right. I, I've seen some series on Crackle. So, Mark Gant, yeah, well, Mark that's, Gant's that's the guy Mark. there. Yeah, you know, Mark wrote it, produced oh, wow. it, directed and they just got picked up for season two. What? And so this project is actually being executive produced by Mark's girlfriend, Brianne Davis, and Jennifer Blanc-Bean. Um, Jennifer... I don't know if you're familiar with Jennifer's work. She's married to Michael Bean. Of I've actually emailed back. Fame. I've emailed back and forth with Jennifer about having Michael Bean on the show to talk about. You know, we got to have him talk about aliens. We got to have him right? talk about well, Terminator. Well, maybe we can make maybe we can make that happen. We so got to have him Jennifer's on. first directorial debut. Um, okay. You know, Jen Jen actually just flew back from Cannes like today. She's in New York, which is why she couldn't call in. Um, she had another conflict there, but so this is her first directorial debut. And the way this happened was literally Jennifer called Mark Gant's girlfriend, Brienne, um, about the second week of April and said, I have this project. Uh, you'd be great for the lead. There's also a small role for Mark. Maybe he'd want to produce. Let's shoot this. They pulled it all together in 13 days and they what? shot the feature film in five days at Wait. the beginning of this month. What? Yeah, it all this all just happened like in the past like six weeks. They shot a f they shot a feature film in five months with thirteen days prep. No, five, five days. days. Five days. That's what I meant. Five it's supposed days. Supposed to be a six day shoot, and they did it in five. Days. Oh, it's supposed to be a six day oh, shoot. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> they were like, you know what? That's just not aggressive enough. Wait, is this movie a piece of junk? No, it looks. Like, how do you do have that? You seen the teaser? The um, we have pieces of the teaser are up um on the Where? Kickstarter and on our YouTube. You can go to it's beware. BewareTheNightVisitor.com. Okay. Um, that's that's where you can go, and there's, there's pieces of the teaser. But to see the full teaser, you can go to the Night Visitor Movie YouTube page, and we have okay. the full teaser up. Because Kenny and I uh, shot a movie in five days, but it was like two girls, one cup, but it was just Kenny and I. But there, and there's no cup. There's yeah. no cup. I was no, the cup. I mean, they there was they no shot cup. this in five days. And uh, so Brianna is also one of the executive producers, as is Jennifer. And then they got Tara Buck and Vidette Lim from True Blood uh, are also part of the cast, as well as Gary Cairns II. Um, Gary's really big in the independent world as well. So uh, it's a story of a family, which is the you know the husband and wife are played by Brienne and Gary, and it's a story of a family 
who strange things start happening in the house and start happening with their son. That was in our five And they film consult too. a psychic who's played by, uh, uh, by Tara Buck from True Blood, and they consult the psychic who says, you know, put a video camera on 24-7. And so that's what gives it the found footage like the Xbox look. It turns into a found one. footage film because they're like, okay, what's going on with our son? Um, unlike Paranormal Activity or Poltergeist, uh, the, the source of the problem is not a ghost. Um, we, we soon find out that it's actually more alien-related. Oh, that's cool. So this is an alien movie. Yeah. Listen, we can always promote alien movies. Like, like you know what I mean? Like, paranormal stuff, go to a horror, like, podcast. But but aliens, Geekscape does aliens just great. <laughs> Are, wait, right? here's the important question, Leah. Are you in the film? I'm not in the what film. The f- I was, brought on, I was brought on board after the film was already done. Like, I literally, I literally had coffee with Mark Gant, like, Four weeks ago, and three days later, I got this uh, call, and Listen, they Leah, hired me to be the associate producer well, and Leah, help with the social if, media if and the, the movie, fundraising. I know. I'll if the movie's shot, why don't you guys take, you know, and you guys shot it in five days. Take that six days. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> take the, you know, I was, was going to say, spend the ten minutes and shoot another scene. <laughs> spend, spend, those, spend, those, spend those eight minutes, spend those eight minutes, shoot a brand new scene with Leah Savoli, and you could play, like, the alien's girlfriend <laughs> or something like that. Like, she could oh be, like, God, an totally. alien. Yeah, I you was know, totally like the alien's girlfriend Leah, and come in and, and abduct everyone. Okay, listen, sequel time. You gotta be, you're going to be in the movie. <laughs> yes, uh, yes, yes. I'll talk to Jennifer about Bigger budget, bigger schedule. We're talking seven days. We're talking we maybe seven, seven and a half. That, that's insane. Um, so, wait, what are we kickstarting if the movie's been shot? They ran out of money. We had enough money on the table to do the film, but mm-hmm. now it's post-production. So it's a small amount of money. Right. Uh, it's 12500 12, is what we we're kickstarting. And that's the finish. You Kenny, know? We'll, that's, let's sell your chair. The editing and the mixing and the coloring and you know, a little I'll bit of special you. effects and all that good stuff. And so we're halfway there. We're halfway okay. there with six days left. And um, we, we really want to finish it. I mean, what, it what do you get? Great. If, what do I have to do to get a copy of the movie? Like, how much do I have to invest to get a copy of this alien movie? Like, there's a digital, there's a digital download. Um, I believe that starts somewhere around you know thirty dollar range. Okay. And then you log on, and somewhere around, we're actually going to do a special. I'm going to announce it here at some okay. point over the weekend. We're going to make it available at the fifty dollar level that you can actually get the physical copy of the DVD. Um, if you check it out, we have all kinds of like special perks and um, Creator Up. I don't know if you're familiar with Creator no. Up, but there's a distribution package and a, you know how to create your own web series uh, by Mark Ann. You know he's got all kinds of cool offers in there that you can get. Um, I mean, this tomorrow, is a guy. I'm gonna. Can I can yeah. I leak something yeah, on, go for on it. Geekscape right now? Yeah. Tomorrow, we're adding a bonus perk, and these are, like, all kinds of rare photos of Michael Bean from Terminator. What? And, um, yeah. I was dude, that's awesome. John Connor's was, dad. They're, yeah. Dude, they're, they're amazing. I was at his assistant's house the other day looking at these photos, and, mm. like, you just get all excited and tingly looking at them. And so we're going to release this as a special bonus Does tomorrow. he know you're doing this? Um, does, uh, did, that? does he know you're doing this? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he donated. He donated. So, um, the project is actually falls under the Blanc Bean Productions. Michael has a production company with his wife Jennifer, okay. and so he's he's agreed to. He said it came out so well. At first, it wasn't going to be a Blanc Bean Productions, right. and he was so impressed with the way the footage looks that he said yes, go ahead. And so he generously donated a bunch of stuff. Right now, we put up a package that has some rare aliens and abyss photos up as well. We added a new reward. Oh, alien! That bi- stuff. That's cool because he was in aliens and the abyss. Uh, uh, Leah, yeah. w- what what price range to to for you to leak photos of yourself? 
for myself and my photos, that's going to have to be a whole nother Kickstarter. Mm. Okay. I'm starting it right now, by the way. <laughs> yeah, Kenny, yeah, Kenny's over here starting it up. Kenny's starting it up. Kenny, uh, Kenny, $5. Is that Kenny, enough? Kenny, I don't Kenny, know. Kenny, Kenny, they need like another six thousand or $7,000. If we sell your chair and I carry around like Master Blaster from Thunderdome, <laughs> can we, we, we could get. I could um, fund that twice over with okay. selling my chair. All right. So, yeah. All right. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, and, and for, you know, for the listeners that aren't in L.A., you know, there's always those cool perks up there where, you know, you'll get two tickets to the premiere and the red carpet and, you know, all that super cool stuff That's that cool. for those that don't actually live in Los Angeles. Kenny, you, you can know, walk the red carpet. Treat. You can carry me. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know what? I'll walk the red carpet with, with whoever whoever donates at that level. I'll she totally she walk thinks you could walk the red carpet. I'll carry them. I'm Yay! Them. Okay, now we're in. Yeah, Kenny, Kenny, you'd have to you'd have to carry. Um, Leah, where do we go to check out the Kickstarter? Where do we go? Uh, the Kickstarter is beware the night visitor dot com. Mm-hmm. And uh, on Twitter, if you follow us on Twitter, that's me and Mark doing all the tweeting there. Okay. It's Night Visitor, Night Visitor MOV, like MOV for movie. And then, of course, we're also on Facebook at Night Visitor. We're on Google Plus. We're on YouTube. We are all over. Um, and then the actual website for the film is thenightvisitor.com. All right. Well, you're going to be back talking about Blood Kiss. Um, Leah, we're yeah, going gonna... to. In the studio. I will actually get to give you a big hug in person next Thursday. Si, senora. Uh, we're going to hop you off and we're going to. Uh... Just we're gonna wrap up the show. Uh, we love you, Leah. Thank you, guys. Love you. Support you support the Night Visitor. Go support their Kickstarter. They only have six more days, and you guys can get on it. Um, listen, I know we want to wa- talk about this Xbox One. We want to talk about all this stuff, but really, you're gonna have to just suffice with the site. Go to Geekscape.net. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook. Search for Geekscape. Be our friend. We're really posting a lot of stuff about that Xbox uh, One. We're also posting news, reviews, tons of stuff every single day, almost on an hourly basis. So get on that. There's so much more to talk about. We just don't have the time to do it today. We'll be back next week, six to seven p.m. Pacific Standard Time here on Geekscape on the Toad Hop Network. For Kenny Craig, Johnny Ice, I'm Jonathan London. Follow me on Twitter at Jonathan London. We'll see you guys next week. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching.